Hey guys, it's Tina, and in this episode, I want to teach you how you can make time for yourself and not feel like you're taking away from those that you love and care for. Let's get into it. So I want to just start off with my perspective on this. I'm going to dive right in and let you know that I feel like taking care of your well-being doesn't mean that you're saying me first. It just means that you're saying me too. I love giving and nurturing, but as a mom and a wife, I choose to enjoy life and have fun too. What's your take on this age-old debate, right, of putting yourself first versus, you know, being a martyr and taking care of your family and getting all of the things done, mom guilt, non-mom guilt, like what's your take on this? So I'm not going to lie, after years of being in full-on mom mode when the kids were little, making time to like fill up my cup was not easy. And then I would hear all these super successful women saying, you have to put yourself above all else, you know, in order to make anything happen and in order to take care of everyone, like you come first. But when I was in that mom mode at that time, you know, in that depleted stage, that exhausted stage, it felt like a really huge stretch to go from taking care of everyone else, you know, that actually had needs, whether that was nursing or diaper changes or all of those things and meals and, you know, working and bosses and coworkers and all of that stuff to making myself a number one priority. Was it important? Should I have been considering that? Yes. But was it like possible or foreseeable in the near future at that time? Not that much. It felt like a massive leap. So I'm speaking to that today. I'm speaking to the person who maybe has been kind of overlooking herself for a long time and, you know, doesn't really know what she needs that much. And really the thought of like pampering herself is not a thing (laughs) because maybe she feels like as she's getting pampered, you know, that like there's a million things running through her mind of things she should be doing. But what that person needs to remember is that it doesn't mean that you have to be first. It means that you're saying, me too. You do deserve to live this life and live it fully and not live it from a place of being completely depleted and exhausted and all of those things. Now, I do definitely feel like it's worth acknowledging that there are times where you have to use that old airplane analogy and put your oxygen mask on before you help others. Because you're no good to anyone else if you're a mess and completely depleted. And yes, you cannot pour from an empty cup. But living a life where your needs come before everyone else's in a family dynamic, I don't feel is sustainable. And here's what I mean by that. So if I said to my family or, you know, to myself that my I matter most, like I come first. And then my husband said to me, Tina, you know, I matter most. Like if he's like, Steve is, is number one, I'm going to take care of my needs first. And then each of my kids said, I'm going to, I matter most in this family. You know, I'm going to take care of myself first. Well, that's great. I'm glad that they know their self-worth, you know, but there are times in a family dynamic 
where there's give and take. There's times where there's giving and receiving. And what needs to happen is that there needs to be like a self-awareness there, an observing of what's going on around you and not neglecting what's going on within you so that you can decide in that moment, in the present moment, what, where would the attention be best served, right? Like we have to work together because if you just have these blanket statements like, you know, you are the priority. Well, I, I feel like that's that's so limiting. And I understand that there's a important message behind that phrase because I think for so long, you know, especially women, and I'm speaking to women here, we have forgotten our worth, right? And we have put ourselves last. And so sometimes it takes a really bold statement, you know, to kind of snap us out of that energy and make us see things in a new way to make us realize that yes, we need to be a priority. And and it's true, we do need to be a priority. But I don't feel that it's sustainable in a family to have yourself be the priority at all times, right? So that's where this conversation's coming from. So once you begin to acknowledge your worth and everybody in the family acknowledges their worth and you have this understanding of give and take within the family, then it comes down to paying attention, finding a balance, figuring out what works for you and your family in that moment, right? Because the goal is not to just live alone and like if you're in a family, you know, just do your thing and be laser focused and not take an input from others and, you know, you know, it's, it's a, it's a delicate dance, right? It's a beautiful dance and harmonious, relationships are all about communication and understanding, but they do come from that place of knowing your worth first. So that is important, but you need to just have some self-awareness and then look at what is flowing in within you and around you and where you need to address or direct your energy in order to, you know, have everyone be included and be happy as well. And of course, some days someone's not going to be happy and some days you're going to put yourself last. And some days you're going to be like, screw it, I need to come first today because I need a nap and I've been depleting myself for too long. But once you get that nice flow going and for the most part on most days things are going pretty good, you know, you're not feeling so guilty, right? You're because otherwise if you're feeling guilty because you aren't taking care of yourself, that's that's awful because nobody's winning that way. And if you're feeling guilty because you're not taking care of the others as much, then you know who's winning here? Nobody, right? So it really is a, a matter of like letting go of the guilt, knowing your worth, and evaluating and being in awareness. So what does self-care even look like? Let's talk about that. Self-care can look like, you know, getting your nails done, going to get a massage, you know, having some time alone, watching a movie, you know, a good chick flick or whatever interests you. But it goes way beyond that, right? What does self-care look like to me? To me, it looks like making time for your well-being, your health, right? Like taking care of your body, honoring your body and nurturing yourself, 
So that means for me, releasing self-judgment, which is like very difficult, right? Especially if you've been in that stage of being critical, you know, on yourself and on others. So self-judgment, number one, you got to release it. Number two, you got to love yourself. You know, you've got to look at the things that are about you that are interesting and unique and not try to conform and fit into what everyone else is doing. You have unique qualities within you. Like, think about your fingerprint, right? There's no one else like you. And so the fact that, you know, the universe has created us to be so individual right down to our fingertips, right? And yet we want to blend in all the time and feel like we follow all these trends and we follow everyone else. And there's, there's so much about us that makes us connected when we do that, but you got to keep your individuality. Just a short break to let you know that this episode has been brought to you by kindness codes. Kindness codes are simple yet significant Morse code beaded jewelry bracelets that come with a ceremony and an intention setting that sets you up for 30 days of success towards whatever is lighting you up at the moment. So I invite you to check those out at www.kindnesscodes.com so you can feel that powerful shift. That makes you unique, you know, and how do you do that? You got to spend time alone. You got to be okay with the silence of just being in your own company and getting connected to that deeper part of you, that part of you that's doesn't feel broken that part of you that is connected to all things right we always talk about this your soul your inner being you know the inner part of you and so how do I do that I do that through meditation or through you know walking in nature or just having some silence and that is a rare commodity I know as a mom with young kids to have that quiet time but even if you just sat in a closet with a door closed for a solid 60 seconds with no distractions, closed your eyes, took some deep breaths, felt your heart beating, you know, relaxed your cheeks, like your teeth, your jaw, dropped your shoulders and just sat with yourself without judgment. You know, you will really learn to love parts of you. You might not feel like you can love all of you. That's okay eventually you will, right? You got to love the broken parts and the whole parts or the parts that feel broken, I should say. You know, you got to love yourself no matter what comes forward and just know that you're on the path to refinement. But that really is a big part is you've got to learn your worth and treat yourself as you treat others. I often find that we, I'll speak for myself, but I think that this is common, that we treat others better than we would treat ourselves. And if if you're not in that stage and if that's not what you do, then great. Like good for you for having figured that out. But I mean, sometimes someone will say something and they're feeling hard on themselves and we give such, you know, compassion, right? And we we tell them, oh, don't feel so bad. I'm sure they didn't take it that way and you didn't mean it that way. And, you know, and you try to offer compassionate words and you know, calming energy and hugs or whatever you do, right? But then if you make a mistake or what feels like a misstep, what do you do to yourself, right? You're so hard on yourself. 
you know, why did I do that? Oh my goodness, that was so dumb. And now what are they going to think? And how am I going to, you know, come back from this? And what are they talking about? And ah, oh, blah, 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 blah. And all of those things. And we get really hard on ourselves. And so I want you to start to treat yourself as you would treat others with compassion, right? You're a good person. You treat others with compassion. Give that to yourself. And that will really go a long way towards self-care. You know, it's so important. Next thing I want you to do is next time you say something hard on yourself, I want you to ask, or something is upsetting, I should say, either scenario, I want you to ask yourself if it's true. Is it true that, you know, what you did was awful? Is it true that that person doesn't like you? Is it true that you look a certain way today? Is it, you know, whatever it is, however deep or however surface level it may seem, just ask yourself, is it true? And then, and then ask yourself, is it really true? Like, because we, we sometimes have these beliefs, but beliefs are just thoughts we keep thinking. They're not necessarily facts, right? And so you want to really just get honest with yourself and ask yourself, is it true? The other thing you can do is say to yourself, self-care is about offering yourself a different perspective, So what would be possible if you looked at it differently? So going back to that compassion that we show others, what if you showed yourself compassion? How could you view this scenario differently, right? Was it really awful that, you know, you forgot to pack your kid a fruit? You know, is it really a big deal that you missed that appointment? Like, can you reschedule? We're hard on ourselves for so many small things that add up. You know, the weight of those small things add up so much, right? Think about all the little things you feel guilty about. Did your your kiddo have too much screen time? You know, did you make a meal that was really not from all the beautiful, vibrant colors and it came from a box? You know, like all of these things that you can give yourself a break. You know, sometimes you are doing your best in your current situation and if if you're listening to this podcast, your goal is to be on this, this self-development journey, this self-worth journey, this, to, you know, to start, stop burning out and start burning bright, right? But it's a journey. And so you need to be gentle with yourself and think of a different perspective. So if, let's say, you got home and you were exhausted and so you gave your kiddo the iPad, right? And you know, you gave them an extra half hour because you just want to make dinner in peace. And that dinner happens to be whatever, craft dinner or some box of something. And then the kids come to the table. They're happy that they had screen time and they love craft dinner. So they're good, right? What's the problem here right now? Is it going to lead to them being obese and having fried brains highly unlikely, right? Give yourself a break. Did you get some peace in that moment? Did it did it kind of ease your day? Great. And what happens tomorrow? You get a do-over, right? Maybe you get ahead of the day a little bit with some morning meditation and you're not chasing your day and it just gets a little better. You need to be gentle with yourself and look at the different perspective. That is self-care to me. Now included in my self-care practice is meditation. This is something, this is a huge gift that lasts and it goes a long way, way further than, you know, 
getting your lashes done or getting your nails done. And I'm not downplaying those things. I know that can feel really like um, uplifting and rewarding for some. But the gift that you give yourself when you give yourself the time to connect to yourself, that inner part of you, is huge. That is, it's just something that, you know, gives and gives and keeps on giving. So meditation, another thing is connecting with nature, going for a walk in nature, even if it's just 15 minutes, that's a great way to have some self-care. In Ayurveda, we do something called Abhyanga, which is like a self-massage. Um, and you know, if you don't have time to get to a massage therapist or maybe the funds or whatever it is, and you can grab some sesame oil and give yourself a little self massage before a shower one time a week, that's, that's a huge gift to yourself. You know, drinking your hot drink while it's hot, whether that's a tea or a coffee or whatever it is, and actually drinking it while it's hot. I know like some days, you know, I reheat things so much and and I know that that's not good for me but at the same time it's like I just don't get around to it right but it's an act of self-care to me to sit there and drink a whole cup of something while it's hot you know all of these little things again self-compassion be gentle with yourself and just take one day at a time right bite-size elements to your day that's self-care so Maya Angelou has this beautiful quote about, um, you know, the balance between helping yourself and helping others or making yourself a priority while you're caring for others. And it is that you have two hands. One is for helping others and one is for helping yourself. So we want to remember that, right? It's not just one way or the other. And that's a really beautiful thing to keep in mind. The last thing I'll leave you with is you know, just an analogy about um, a computer, you know, Microsoft and Apple and, and all of the others, you know, they have these, this concept down pat, right? When a computer stops working, what, what do you do? Or when an app stops working, what do you do? You unplug it, you reboot it, and you start again, right? And oftentimes, that, get, that fix the problem, right? When you talk to you know, the troubleshooters for something that's not working. What's the first thing that they ask you when it comes to tech? Did you start your computer? Can you restart? Can you unplug? Right? So I ask you that for yourself, right? If you're feeling like you're not able to continue, if you're feeling frazzled, if you're feeling hard on yourself, whatever it is, just unplug even for a minute and reboot and start again. Have the best day, my friends. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. If you are on the path to remembering your wholeness and coming home to yourself and living with balance and ease and flow, I really want you to go and download my guide. If you haven't downloaded it yet, it is five things that you need to unlearn to live a balanced life. That will be in the show notes, or you can go to www.floatyourcork.com forward slash unlearn. Talk to you soon. Hey, and if you like what you heard here today, why don't we connect over on Instagram too, at Float Your Cork. I'd love to hear from you, get to know you better, and hear your thoughts on what I shared here, and uh, start building that connection together. I'll see you there. 